Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derbies, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FingerLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now your host, Chris Marquardt. Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this edition of the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, episode number 410. On deck tonight, we had a surprise guest joining us here, and uh, then Brett Relier also joined us, and, and I, I got to tell you, man, making it at the 11th hour, it, it worked, and I'm confident that is record time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was uh, that was pretty exciting that, that we got a bunch of uh, extra personalities joining us here tonight. Brian is here in studio as well. So um, uh, tons and tons of stuff happening over the course of the weekend, but, but right off the top, I uh, want to make a quick note. Um, say hi to Sam Wood. He lost his dad uh, since last time we were together, so we're thinking of Sam Wood. And then also, uh, happy anniversary to the uh, to the Remingtons. I saw them mm-hmm. posting about uh, going out, and and I also I don't remember who did it, but they posted a picture of a boat and said thanks to Hank Pensek and and a litany of other people, they were able to get some parts and pieces on a boat. And I, I got to say, you know, Brian, I kind of expected Hank to be the one that's making the anchor <laughs> to turn that boat into some sort of naturally occurring reef or something in, in the process of scuttling a boat. But, you know, and, Hank's, you know. Just, Hank's just one of those guys that helps everybody and anybody. And uh, I would like to just walk through his derby shop because I bet you there's all sorts of treasures in there. And I'm sure that's where it came from. So, but, you know, we've talked about it before. Hank is a uh, professional fireman. So he's a little crazy, but we love him. And, uh, you know, his, his job is to help people, and he does it every every chance he gets. He's helping somebody. And uh, Chris and Bryce Polly making the trip in. Uh, Chris was working in Albany this weekend. So and got up, that wrong. Chris, better known as Porkchop, is supervising them. Supervising. Bryce is doing the work. I mean, we just talked to this superintendent and slaves. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's how it is. <laughs> those guys, <laughs> those guys, those guys, able to make the the trip in and, and hang out with us for a little while, and uh, all done with power wheels on one side of things. And you picked up a win in uh, it, one of the local fairs this year, right? If I'm not mistaken, Germantown, Kentucky. Was that one of the areas that was affected by any of the flooding that was coming through? No, it was about an hour and a half north of all that, so we got lucky. And then Brett ended up coming up with a win at Shemung over the weekend. It was nice either to let uh, the uh, Field by Haters guys get second place before you told me to shut it off. You know, they, they, uh, <laughs> they, they told me with my age, now they felt bad for me. They're going to give me a, you know. Do they still have the rule where you're not allowed to run the next year after you win? No, that was a Stony Roberts. Yeah, Stony doesn't run that anymore, right? Mike uh, runs it now? Same. I don't. I thought. Aaron Kasaya and Mike Wright. Yeah. Chad, you know, the back yep. crew. Yep. They were all doing it. Um. Real quick, getting back to uh, Hank. Even if even if nothing else, he makes you laugh. Oh yeah. That video that he had on his Facebook when he was testing out that airbag with that helmet on. <laughs> yeah. And then an hour later in the emergency room, you, how do you not laugh? I mean, <laughs> insane. Um, if you don't, if you don't 
mine, Chris. I hope you don't come and do it anyways. But um, <laughs> by all means, <laughs> secretary's been with me for 15 years. I was going to ask you about this. She, uh, hey, this is. I know this is important to you, so I want to make sure they can hear it. Swing that microphone a little bit closer so everybody can hear you. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> uh, um, I just wanted to say that uh, a secretary has been with me for 15 years is uh, uh, battling cancer. Um, I put a thing on my Facebook. Anybody that, you know, sees it or, you know, just a like or anything, um, you know, she's just, uh, her name was uh, Stacy, and uh, she uh, just a person that would care for anybody anytime, any hour, and very loyal person, and get a shirt off her back, and, you know, 20 years of knowing her, she's always been, you know, I'm a nobody, or nobody don't know who I am, or I'm not important, or I'm not this, and, and I just wanted to overwhelm her a little bit with likes or whatever. I know that's off topic a little bit, but it was something that was meant something to me. And yeah. You guys had a nice uh, parade from the shop yeah, I saw. unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't make it, and I feel... Oh, I mean, you, you had a pretty good reason not to. I mean, you were busy with Preston. Well, he we, we he's racing every weekend. We had, you know, so 8 o'clock in the morning, we're up in, you know, uh, Sydney area racing dirt bikes, and now we're trying to get back to get a car to Shemong. And, and Where's he racing the dirt bikes up there? They do uh, y Wyona, uh the hair scrambles. So uh -huh. They're at a different track every week. Right. Um, but that one there was up on uh, Cafferty Hill, I believe. The good thing is, is he's Brett Rollier, so if he gets the derby like three hours late, it's okay. They just let him in anyway. That so. wasn't the problem. It was making it through inspection the oh. time and time. Why would you have to? Why would you have trouble make it through inspection? Well, yeah. What guy do to his car? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was it was Taylor Atwell's car originally. Okay. And so what's Taylor doing? Yeah, his car? so it was his fault. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I just didn't know how bad of a cheater he was. Uh, Guy, luckily, Guy Raymond, Willie Turner, Jeremy Pilson, and Matt Foreman were like lifesavers. We're all trying to cut this car apart for three hours, and literally <laughs> dumping water on ourselves. I had I drank more water yesterday than I probably did in the last five years. <laughs> but it was it was rather enjoyable. They uh they, the guys did a good job. It was fun, and and uh, la the week before that, I I guess uh. Good Lord's on my side or something. We pulled off broom too. Uh, Matt Brown felt bad for me, so <laughs> give me a. Are you going for the three peat this weekend in hometown? We'll give it a try. We'll give it a try. I don't know if you can just get as much sympathy there. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, now from back in the day, that was your hometown and Whitney Point were pretty much the same cars, and they were two of the best shows in New York because there was. Everybody that was on that track was out for blood. It was it was it was rough. It was intense. It was rough. We you guys, the, the amount of cars you guys went through and the money they'd be worth now. The the the, the any younger kids or anybody or even old, as you know old as in my age, one thing that I have found out and this is no we've briefly talked about it back in them days, Chris, when we're going through the fight and so say there's turmoil in house and you're you know. Who'd have thought? I, I absolutely, I absolutely hate this life. I, I hate the, the fighting with my friends. I hate the, you know, and I'm getting out of the sport. You know how many friends, families, acquaintances that was made in the sport throughout the time that became some of your best friends? Mm -hmm. 
shoot, me and Mark Benjamin show up Waterloo and we get escorted out by state police because it wasn't safe to go on our own after we went. They tear down the fences. and Well, well that's because you guys cheated. At them times, you're saying, you know, I don't want to do this no more because agree with pork chop or not, you know, you're, you're fighting and you're. Everybody loves pork chop. You would know about that. Oh, well, <laughs> he's seen it, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Well, then as you look back at it, 10, 5, 10, 20 years later, that was some of the best. So is even when there's a bad day now and say there is controversy, um, like Mark Benjamin and Dale Randall had a polite conversation after the Derby yesterday. <laughs> and I says, uh, that would be fun to see. Um, but maybe that is some of the best times. You just don't realize it. <laughs> to convince yourself at that, that time. You know? I, there's been a lot of times where you guys have been in the midst of some sort of southern tier spat where, where nobody wants to get along with anybody. But as soon as one person says, I'm getting out of it, I'm all done. It's those people that you're at war with that are like, well, you going to put a car together? Isn't that ironic? Like, <laughs> Oh, it's weird, man. It's weird. It really is. I, I, uh, the energy of getting out of it, but being the scared to be out of it, but the excitement to be in it, it's, it's more exciting, strangely enough, to have a reason to go, you know, do it like, I have a challenge. You know, I saw a post that made That's me think. Serious. He's pointing his finger. I thought that perhaps there was somebody that you might know that had somehow found a reason to be motivated when they're looking for a built turnkey imperial. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's possible. Okay. That's possible. We'll put a pin they in are, that. They aren't friends on Facebook, so he, he might not have seen that post. <laughs> Unless Mel showed it to him. <laughs> It's no, funny. no. He wear rose I got weird friends in weird places. Oh, I know. <laughs> some tell me something, some don't. <laughs> um, I know. Depending on my what 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 mindset I have that day. Um, some days Mel don't tell me. Some days she does. She, she, I mean, she always tells me. It's just if I'm sleeping, I don't hear it or something. <laughs> I don't want to see. Yeah. You know anything about what he's talking about with that hometown spats and people arguing and fighting back and forth? All the time. I find that hard to believe. Pork chop. I can't imagine. Yeah, and this is the God's honest truth. And I was thinking about this when we were coming in here today. When I was coming in today. Um, We've been doing this for what ten years now, Chris? Almost ten years. And one of the one of the first things, one of the first names I remember hearing was this guy named Porkchop. And this is the God's honest truth. We started going to bigger derbies. We heard about this guy named Porkchop, and he came up and introduced himself. And at the time, his boy was not six foot two and derby and full size cars. He was a little bit smaller. Um, and we got to beat Porkchop. And Porkchop is absolutely. Just one of the best guys we met in Derby. Where was that first? It's either uh, Owenton stands out, but I thought it was before. In, a, in, in Kansas that we went. That no, it, was it <laughs> Owenton? No, it was when I first met you was the banquet. No, I met you. We know each other oh, before that. Bad. We'd been to Owenton before that. The banquet was the first I met him. Yeah. Then it had to be Blizzard Bash or Bash or Cash, one or the other. Yeah. And I mean, and. That's just like the name Pork Chop was just so well known throughout the Derby community, and he's another one. You know, like 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 Hank. I mean, I can't tell you the number of cars I've seen Pork Chop working on at Blizzard Bash, at Bash for Cash, or cooking for what seemed like the entire Derby. So, and, and, and this is the God's honest truth. Because I was I was coming in, I just like Chris and I talk a lot off air. We have we, to, and yeah, 
And we both feel very blessed at what we've been able to do through Derby. You know what I mean? Like the people we've met, like Brett said, the friends we've met, um, the acquaintances, just it, it's amazing. You know, and, and we have. We have just met some of the best people in the world, and I would absolutely put Pork Chop in that because, mm-hmm. you know, he's always been great to us, always been so welcoming. And to hear that somebody could not like the Pork Chop just absolutely <laughs> blows my mind. <laughs> you know, and I, a, a little bit on the same topic, which is whatever, there is many people that – whether it's California, Utah, I'm sure there's all kinds of, like, you know, back in the day when the banquet was started, I did it, or I did it, it was done because nobody would do it. Nobody, you know, who, so just created it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you, drivers, I don't think, get appreciated enough um, as they should. They're, they're, they, promoters, certain promoters, like used to run um, Shemong, they just don't care about the drivers. But there is certain people out there that I think are, and it ain't that I'm going to try to um, gloat certain people, but there is certain people out there that truly do things for the right reasons. There's people that do things for Smokey Mirror's right reasons. But I have to personally say the Siopas absolutely blow my mind. They, they, like, I'll be going through the pits or whatever. You'll hear people talk, oh, they got, you know, this, and they got their money wins on the derby, and they're cocky, and they're the, if you talk, I mean, don't get me wrong, they could be, and if you piss them off, they will be. <laughs> well, I really only know Steve and Todd, and the, 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 the connections they've made in the derby world, or in the football, or the, you know, mm-hmm. you see all kinds. It's just I'm in the derby world. Mm-hmm. You don't hear about, like, when Todd gives tractor-trailer loads of free turkeys away. He don't gloat about it. He don't. The, there are so many amazing people in, out there. And then there's people that get the wrong impressions because you don't know them. You don't know what they're about. You don't know what they did because they ain't bragged about it. But yet they're out for the wrong reasons or they want attention or they want this or they want – and and – I just had to say, like, like Pete Hansen. I, Pete is a brother of mine. I love him unconditionally. He's a really good friend. But like, he tried putting on that big money derby down. And he lost twenty grand or what? I don't know the exact number, but I know it was a lot to try. Mm-hmm. I, I told him it wasn't going to work because I didn't. I, I just didn't think it would because of the build, because of what he believes in, because of whatever. But he tried, and he tried for the right reasons, and his word was good. Mm-hmm. But when you were going with uh, the, the, the people in the past, it just the, the side was just clicked, clicked in my head of what they brought to the table and what they've done and things they've tried, you know. Um, yeah, they, they got some, they're definitely doing some pretty neat stuff. It blows my mind, the videos, you know what I mean? Like the, the you might have seen it. You ever seen anybody take a damn derby car to a car show, like a big car show? Like, no, that, that was pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> did you see that video? On yeah. The, I thought. Uh, just see everybody blowing. looking at him? It was mind-blowing to me. Yeah, parked right next to his 61 or 62 Impala. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. They were both his. Yeah, they were both. <laughs> Must be able to decide to leave the dart home or the, uh, the demon home. So what brings you guys to the area? And I don't even think we actually got into how you made your way on the air uh, from Albany by way of Kentucky. 
I'm up here for work. Um, I build commercial buildings. Right now we're doing a Smoothie King in Clifton Park and a Buff City Soap in Kingston and another smoothie in Poughkeepsie Hudson Heritage. Gotcha. Well, I mean, it's it, it, it was great to see you. Hopefully, uh, Finger Lakes 1 was everything that you believed it to be <laughs> behind the <laughs> behind the cameras. Um, and uh, I, it, it's always great to get the message when somebody cruises by the first time. It's like, is that an old school? Yeah, you found it. <laughs> you got the fallout shelter in the 50s as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, cool. yeah. Jim, the guy that owns Finger Lakes 1, he went to school here. He was the last class to come out when this was, uh, I think it was third, fourth, and fifth grade back in 1984. So now the top floor is essentially all uh, Finger Lakes 1. The media offices are next door, and then all the web design offices were to the left. And they're, they're now um, in the process of remodeling the, uh, the overlook in the auditorium. We'll be able to show you that a little bit later on um, when we get things uh, settled down after, after the show wraps up. And we found out that we're going to go from Power Wheels into full size. Right, Bryce? Yeah. None of this lawnmower stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he's going to run a minivan in September. Yes, that I am. Where are you going to run that, bud? Um, we got another little local county fair about 30 minutes from us. Nice. So he's he's going there. He bowed out for me for the county fair there by our house to finish my car. So it's a good young man you got. He built quite a bit of it. He's going to be dangerous soon. <laughs> yeah, he says I'm going to be dangerous, yet I'm going to a county fair with a cotton candy pink and blue minivan. <laughs> That's all right. Checks dig those colors. It'll be all right. Bluegrass, Bluegrass Hunter and you, uh, Maddie Evans are in the what chat. Run down there for a chat. What, what, what was that? What year? 07. Was that? Stock build. Um, just front cradle. No, sure. no plates, no nothing. Hard nose bumper, I'm sure, or something. Yeah, I mean, it's my that, one of my that, fabricated bumpers, but yeah. That 11 that I just ran, man, they're hard cars. I know, you talked me into one. Dude, I was, we unloaded it, and everybody around home, they're, they're not what you would call. There's a few boys that build and run, the Garrisons, um, Smoot, all them guys. They, they like to go out, and they run Young and Reckless shows, mm -hmm. some of the other guys, but a lot is that of normally an old, old, old iron show, or is it all Because everything out west is all new iron anymore, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Some of them guys just basically whatever runs, they'll bring and have fun. Some guys build. Some of the Ohio boys come over and play. Now, did Jason, Jason uh, run? No, he came down. Thank God. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is Jason this, Coke. This is an ironic. This is ironic. So uh, two months ago, I was working in Ohio and decided to run. I got the car with the cage in it, motor and trans. Then they called and told me I'm coming to New York. So when I left, the engine was in, the cage was almost done, no doors, no doghouse, no bumpers, um, no tank, nothing. Everything was just sitting in it. I left here Friday the 29th. I run Tuesday night the 2nd at 7 o'clock. Oh. Oh. I had six guys Saturday morning to Tuesday wide open, and we got done at 9.30 Tuesday morning. <laughs> and he's running against a whatever can run cars. <laughs> Why couldn't you just be one of the average guys who run whatever runs? I did. 
actually, Brett, there's somebody, somebody's got an answer to that right here in the chat. It, says it doesn't really matter because Chop has a light foot on the track anyway. Right? <laughs> <laughs> either Chuck Bradbury or Owen. Uh, I'll tell you, my uh, 11-year-old's cost me some money in the last couple of years. <laughs> my, foot, my foot used to be on the light side, really light side. And uh, it don't matter where I am, Chris, I, I'll be in the middle of a driver's meeting. He'll yell out, my dad's a sandbagger. He's going, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so then you got to run a little bit harder. And no, then. <laughs> uh, well, I did. When you look over on the wall and he's going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll tell me he'll fall asleep or get bored or, you know, whatever. The, the power wheels hit hard or he runs this trap. And uh, I want to strangle him, but yet I want to run to make him proud, but yet I don't want to buy more parts, but yet <laughs> it's fun to run hard, but yet. Well, that, that was with me, you know, with this county fair. I haven't ran a big car there since my mom died. And uh, the last show I ran there, I won. I put the trophy in her casket, and I said, I'm done. Well, then I got, he built me a minivan. I started running vans there. Won that twice. <laughs> Tried a mini car there last year and ended up ripping the steering column out and throwing it out the window. <laughs> and then picked it back up and set it back in the car after the derby. Right? <laughs> so this year I was like, well, it's 15 years since she died. 25 years since I started. I'm taking a big car. Jason come down from Indiana. He worked on the engine, got every, all the shifters and pedals and everything hooked up. My boys, Owen and Chuck and Johnny, they were welding, beating, banging, whatever we needed. Bryce was all over the place. He was running parts. Mama was cooking. And it fell into place. We loaded her up Tuesday. I had about three hours sleep in four days. You uh, remember back in the day when, like, Corey was young, my brother Corey? Well, he used to – remember when Ben Hoss run his car to Weagle because he got scared? Mm -hmm. And Richie or whatever told Jesse, I don't know, somebody told him they are going to get him. Well, Corey's like, I ain't running. Nope. On the asphalt. Yeah. So Ben Hoss gets in it. was an 80-some Caprice. Mm -hmm. Well, yesterday at the Derby, I'm sitting in the car getting ready to go out here in another heat. And this kid walks by with – Dragon pants, shorts on, Crocs, no socks. I'm going to get in that car right there. He says, 80-some Caprice that ran in the heat before that. Like, there's only two cars. The um, name was Tyler, and he, uh, no cage, <laughs> like stock gas tank, stock tires, stock grill in it. <laughs> he opens the door up. Ah, don't hit me. So... I says, you said you're going to get me. No, no. He's like, really? Like, I'm not running then. <laughs> so I told him I was going to knock his crock off. <laughs> you know, just, you know, nobody wants to just, and uh, backed up. And I had that, you know, the videos on my Facebook, it was from here to, the, you know, 20 feet. And I cracked it pretty good. I mean, it, it it runs okay, and I had the New Yorker bumper, 
and I hit the passenger door right, and I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't do that. I mean, I didn't hit him hard enough to, to hurt him, just, but his eyes, you know, and it reminded me of my brother back, you know, when I run. Oh, yeah. But it was rather amusing. Right. There was a lot of stuff that was going on this weekend. It was very, very busy. You know, you're talking about that, um, that, that, that pressure to uh, impress the kid that's the same reason why Justin Henderson got back in the car and um, he was holding his daughter in victory lane at Latin Legends a couple weeks ago after the sportsman feature uh, oval track stuff not derby and they said so why did you get back into it in victory lane and he said for this right here so I could get this victory lane picture mm-hmm. um, I, we talked with the jumpers a couple weeks back they were back at it again Clay had a birthday over the weekend and he kick-started it right at the buck uh, Clayton got the win um, Austin was second and then Spencer was third and all the cars, they were three different types of cars. Every one of them been identical. They rolled right up in the back like it was nothing. So the congratulations out to those guys. They had a great run. Um, the gentleman that was taken out on the backboard at, uh, at the spinning wheel show this weekend, he's got some bruises, but he is going to be all right. And we saw Tommy Woodbury, Woodbury come home third uh, in the bone stocks at Morris. So congratulations to him, Tracy. What class he was in, Chris? No. I don't remember what class that was. Uh, Tommy or the, no, the no, back? The, I didn't even hear nothing about it. I just happened to see a post from Spinning Wheels, and and Josh Buell had commented on it. So if, thankfully that 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 guy's going to be okay because I mean, we've heard it a hundred times that everybody's got to go back to work on Monday. So he should be um, he should be uh, he should be okay. And uh, the Siop was um, they wanted to give a shout out to Hope Brandt taking second place at the WGD show at the Westmoreland County Fairgrounds uh, with a big wing tribute car. Um, Hope, uh, Big Wayne told Hope four years ago, go out and have fun and you'll be a great driver. So she came home in second place in that one over there. We're going to shift gears a little bit here. We're going to tell you a little bit about the uh, current state of the Unified Point Series for a minute as we get um, Chris Rookie on the phone to talk a little bit about his run at the Governor, uh, Governor County Fair. We will be right back. Unified Point Series was in action again this weekend, and it shuffled the leaderboard a little bit. Upcoming events this weekend, it will be in action once more with Hardcore Promotions, Washington War Zone in Washington, Pennsylvania. And they got a few more dates through the month of August. Big Boy Promotions in Mercer. That's going to be Salina, Ohio on the 18th of August. And then the 20th and the 27th will be the two TNT shows coming up to cap the month. The first in Berrien Springs, the second in Oceana. Both of them are in Michigan. And then that brings us around to September third and fourth the hardcore promotions labor day lockdown in stoneboro leading up to iron city promotions double points show on the 10th of september that's going to be in new alex pennsylvania results from the weekend that includes the win at preble county for randy lips in front wheel drive street stock one josh atwood got the win in front wheel drive street stock two the third group jd lorene adds to his lead with the win in front wheel drive street stock three richard davis won the rear wheel drive street stocks mark metz he jumped into the uh, ninth spot by winning the van truck division, Steven Sickles. He tried to keep pace with J.D. Lorene by winning the Smash It Minis, and the pro stock win went to Chandler Napier. Now, at this point, the leaderboard, J.D. Lorene is out in front with 108 points. Steven Sickles back there with 90. Ty Richards still sitting in third, and no changes back there, third through eight. Santel, Miller, Jones, Klumke, Drevenak back there, no changes there. Mark Metz, again, we just talked about him jumping up to ninth with 32 points in that three-way tie. Corey Buddy, Dennis Hogan, Daryl Myers, still sitting right there in 10th place with 28 points. 
So the last item on deck for the uh, Unified Point Series stuff, the virtual Unified Point Series side of things. Border Bash is going to be next up. That's going to be at the Guard server on the 13th of August. The Warzone event that was going to be hosted by the hardcore um, Full Throttle Misfits and uh, Ryan Devroy. That was canceled over the weekend. So no changes through the top 10 at this point on the leaderboard for that event. And then the August 16th date has been canceled in lieu of the RDP Team Rampage, a 256-car, two-man format team show scheduled for the end of this month. Things are going to pick up again once fall gets here. September 2 and 3 is going to be Labor Day Lockdown. That's again going to be hosted by Full Throttle. And then the September 24th event is going to be Vito 324 Gaming's Street Stock Showdown number 3. That postponed event for Compact Carnage has yet to be set, but that is coming down the line. So at this point, Andrew Hernandez on top, Kaya Homer in second, Michael Coons in third in the point standings as we run wrap up the 2022 Virtual Unified Point Series side of things to keep track of upcoming dates and other information for the uh, real world 527 Unified Series. Jump online, 527unifiedseries.com. Where'd you go? We did the uh, derby. Ow, my head! You went to a derby? Hey Derby World, this is All For Him Racing Videos, where Derby never ends. We have people come up and ask, what is All For Him Racing Videos? And the answer is a YouTube channel dedicated to growing the sport of Demolition Derby in a positive and fun way. Our passion is to show the next generation this sport and capture the memories for generations to come. We're just trying to show that you can be a Christian, do crazy and exciting things like Demolition Derby, and just spread the word. We have traveled all over the country filming events all while meeting many great people, hearing amazing stories, seeing the passion for this sport, and falling in love with the Derby community. We have grown to be the largest Demolition Derby channel on YouTube across the world, with millions of views within our large library of videos. We love what we do and can't wait for what the future has in store. We always want to be a place for positive, exciting, and action-packed derby videos. Thank you, Derby World, and enjoy the videos. I love the conversation that's going on in the live chat right now. Junkyard Dog just said, uh, I don't know how anybody from New York can go to work after the, after the, uh, the derbies, the way that they run up there. So that's, uh, and then Matt, uh, Matt Evans was right there uh, ready to jump in, and he said, that's just a way of life up here. So that was kind of cool. Chris Rookie is uh, joining us here on the line. Uh, there was some action that was going on up in the north part of the state. Joey St. Mary, I don't know if you saw the picture that Kyle Corrier had shared. Uh, Kyle Corrier had one of his GoPros get uh, uh, the full Remington treatment with Joey St. Mary blew that thing to pieces. Uh, Colby Blaze was second up there in Malone. And then Tony Alexander, he was posting about the great night that he had out there. Uh, better teammate in the garage. He had all sorts of help. And uh, Dylan Delinsky finally got first place 
and uh, and second in compacts. That was pretty good for for those guys. And uh, Tony Alexander got first and third in compacts. They're going to be back in action this weekend, uh, or excuse me, later on this week. And Chris Rookie joining us. Chris, are you there? Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, man, I I appreciate you making some time and coming out to hang out with us here for a little bit. It was uh, excellent to see uh, that you had picked up the win in Governor. Um, I haven't personally been up there, but uh, I've heard plenty about Governor and running up there. Certainly no easy one to come across, and the car looked like it held up great. Yeah, it was uh, the first 75 two-door in Pala I run. Um, had great luck with it. Lots of great competition. Um, got in a fight with a couple El Dorados. <laughs> um, but I had to call your engine, and, and she seemed to hold up well. I, uh, you, I lost the uh, lost the belt in the heat, and of course I brought every spare part with me, but a spare belt. And uh, we went out in the feature, and uh, I took a chance, put a radiator in it, uh, but didn't have a spare belt. We took a chance, but this collier never skipped the beat, so it was great to have a good power plant. That's a motor that's really the last I don't know four or five years has really come to prominence. Those colliers, they. Uh, a lot of people run of them. A lot, of, a lot of people having a lot of good success with them. Uh, another story, you know, right here was a, a case in point. So, and Chris was excited to get out of Facebook jail. We <laughs> have to be able to to share pictures as he was getting ready to let that thing sing. Uh, where's this fall in terms of the the wins and the amount of success that you've been able to find up there, at Governor? Um, I've been running that track for quite a few years. Um, always wanted to win it, and yesterday luck was on my side. Um, had lots of great friends helping me to get it get it ready for the feature. Um, you know, it's a great track, great people. Um, and all in all, you know, it was a good day. I'd like to find another Impala. This was the, the first one I ever ran. And, um, you know, I'd like to, like to run other big shows. But, you know, time is a big thing for me. And, and I'm a one-man guy. I build them all myself. And... You know, time is of the essence, so hopefully I'd like to get out and run some bigger and better shows. I tell you what, one of the people that told us that they weren't going to travel was Guy Raymond, and it is, it's changed everything. Craig Waddell is another one that got out of town a little bit. Tom Henderson, kind of the same deal. And, and we got two drivers here in studio tonight that have spent a lot of time traveling all over the place. And really, once you get out of town, once you get out of your home area, it, it changes things dramatically for how you uh, look at yourself and your confidence and what you can do behind the wheel when you start matching up against people that you don't know. And it also helps a lot in terms of what you're able to do in the car because you don't necessarily owe anybody anything when you get out of town. You don't know anybody. You can kind of run under the radar. Yeah, you know, and, and it gets away a little bit from from the favoritism, you know, when everybody has their crowd favorites, but the the biggest thing is you know traveling and and meeting new people that's the best thing about this sport um i've been to to bigger shows to watch and uh, met a lot of nice people along the way um talked to you know a few people and you know there's guys out there that are willing to help and and they give me a few pointers on how to build this in palace so you know there's there's a lot of good people in this sport um it's more of like a family. You know, I consider this community and the Derby world more of a family. Sure. For sure. I mean, we were talking about that a little bit earlier when Brett was talking about all the, all the, all the stuff that people um, 
all the people that are they're willing to do stuff for the good reasons then there's the smoke and mirror ones too but but generally when it uh when it comes down to it if you're if um if you're in need the demolition derby community is there for you yeah definitely yeah definitely you know that's that's the whole whole point about this sport is is meeting new people um you know seeing other builds kind of getting some new ideas um that's that's the best part about it you remember you remember uh back in the day i don't think people are the same anymore but even at county fairs or whatever you'd walk by somebody's car or you'd have to have somebody set on your car because you'd worry that somebody's gonna you know, take the keys, you know, this is when you rent factory columns or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, generally speaking, <clears throat> providing the driver knows or whatever, you don't just get all sneaky. They don't care what you look at. They don't. Nope. I mean, there is some out there that are very, but you take certain drivers or a lot. I think the majority is the other way. Like, mm. you know, they don't. Yeah. They don't care back you know, what I'm getting is how much it's changed over the years, uh, um, the sneakiness where, you, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, back in the day, there was there was no secrets that were given out, man. You, you, it was, everything was held tight. And, and where that was going, Chris, was, uh, uh, you know, people helping people out. They want to educate them, you know, hey, what about this? Or somebody says, you know, what kind of spindles you're running or, or whatever, you know, go ahead and look, you know, it's. Mm-hmm. And I think that we had a conversation uh, at Land Legends on Saturday with with Stephen that there's a, a cultural shift that's happened, and and Stephen and and myself and you know probably probably you guys as well, you're on that in between. It's the, the the generation that was before us protected everything right down to like the photographers at the racetracks and oh, stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like the columnists and stuff. It was all that protective. This is mine. Nobody does anything. And, and we're sort of in the middle. Like, why is that? But it was still, there's people within our, within our generation that is look, that's looking at it and saying, you know, we need, to, we need to figure out why this is being passed down. And then some people completely embrace that being passed down too. But it's the ones that are, that are after us that are just like, look, we're at a point where you can, you can, I can show you everything that you need to see on my car. But if you don't know how to use it, it doesn't matter. Here, go look at all you want because you're not going to be able to figure out how to put it together. Pete Hansen's told many people like that. I can show them whatever they want. If they don't know how to do it, mm-hmm. it ain't going to be the same. Well, he also has one advantage no one else da- does because he's got a metal extruder and can make his own frame rails. <laughs> that's, that's one thing they don't have. I, <laughs> I, always, say it, I always say it's 50% driver and, and, and 50% car. That's just you know my opinion. Well, Brett always told me 90% of the game was half mental. <laughs> I, believe, I believe it's 70% driver, 15% A lot of driver, times I don't go to, win, I just go to see how hard mental. I can hit somebody and, and put on a show for the fans, you know? <laughs> the, reason, the reason I say the mental, like, like I, I truly do believe there is a part yeah. of that. I guarantee you, you being, I call you rain, man, because there ain't nothing you forget, but Donnie Hartzell, I don't want to offend nobody about talking about Seneca County, but Donnie Hartzell come down to me and him at the hometown, and I thought he had me beat. And I pulled up next to him, and I give him thumbs up. He looks at me, and he shakes his head, and he backs up, and I just sat there. I'm sitting there. He don't know the car's running. I'm just sitting there idling. He backs all the way up, and here he comes, and he's got the, I mean, big block wide open. I wait for him to get about 10 feet from me, and I back up. He goes right on by. I wave to him. <laughs> Dude, he is punching the roof of the car. It got in his head so bad. Oh, yeah. 
that it was well, me and you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it come down to me and you. I'm pulling up next year, giving you. Yeah, we fist bumped. We fist bumped in the feature. Yep. Right at the end. I didn't have no steering for 30 minutes. <laughs> I was shot anyways. Yeah, I didn't even know. I felt terrible. <laughs> I, I believe there's a level of that. I, oh, yeah. I do believe there's a. Uh, don't get me wrong, the building makes a big difference. But you do, you know, Mark Benjamin. I'm telling you, you put that guy in a car. He shows up at uh, uh, Economy Build yesterday. We're talking tilted cars. We're talking. He shows up with a Grand Fury. That he's ran 12 times. That he's ran. He's won Norwich twice with it. A, a shocker. Mm-hmm. Rear end. Mark, junk the. And you ain't beating him. No. Even if the, even if he has he has not a third of the car of the other people. Mm-hmm. And no, that's that's definitely definitely driver. It, it makes it does make a difference. Well, I mean, if well, I'll go back even farther when it comes to mind games. You go back way back when Tony Stewart won his last championship. You know, he was Carl Carl Edwards is hot all year, and Tony limped into the last ten races. Man, I don't know, we shouldn't be here. Then he proceeds to win five of ten, and they're getting ready to go to to. Uh, Florida for the last race. He said, "Man, if I was Carl Edwards, I'd be nervous." Then they all the they they kept doing the they kept doing interviews up until you could see Tony just turning it, and you could see Carl's face changing throughout the week. And he just it's the same way with derbies. I mean, you know, Mark Mark Benjamin would come up, and I mean, you know, they ran so much more than us, and they did have better cars. But he'd come up, and we'd all pull on the track. He'd go, "Hey, when I win tonight, you want you want the you want the spots? I already have three. Just, I ask, tell you. Yeah, yeah. He's like, when I win tonight, do you want do you want mm-hmm. that spot to go to Syracuse? And it was boom, out of the game, just like that. And I mean, you know, drivers can do stuff like that. I mean, it takes a long time to to get over that stuff. We talk a lot about drivers that never lose their composure. You know, Jason Coke's one of them that mm-hmm. you cannot rattle that guy. No, no matter what you do, you no. will not knock him off. Tommy Henderson has become that way too. Um, and I can't believe him. Uh, drives always drives the wagons in Topeka. Um, Thirty six. Yeah. Markley, Chad Markley. You will never, awesome. you will never make Chad Markley mad on a derby track. Maybe afterwards when there's a bad call, but they're on the track. He, yep, and and Toby. Oh yeah, Toby Hiley. You put Toby in a wagon or a Vic, either or. Mr. Cool. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. Yep. So Chris, when we're talking about that kind of a thing, you know, and and keeping your head in the game and not losing your composure, that's that's part of that mental game, part of that that driving aspect. You can never, essentially, you can never count your uh, count your chickens before they're hatched. Was there a point in that feature up there in Governor where you knew that you had it, or did you not want to let the confidence get that high in uh, in your piece and just let all the cards fall as they may? I never, I never go to to win. I don't, I don't go. I never plan on winning. Um, I just go out there, you know, half the time, most of the time my foot's just to the floor and, you know, I don't care if I win or not. Um, as long as the grandstands are on their feet and the crowd gets to show for what they paid for, that's what it's all about. Well, you I had just, that number five. You know, sometimes number... You're, the, you're the hammer and sometimes you're the nail and this time I was the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the only times I thought that maybe, uh, maybe Tom was going to catch Jerry. <laughs> yeah, there's a, a few times, but you know it's it's fifty percent driver and fifty percent car. You know, you could have the best car out there, and you know you could break a tie rod end. Um, I've been to the feature many times before, end up getting down to third place and getting stuck or hung up. You know, sure. 
it, sometimes it's just luck of the draw. Right on. Well, man, congratulations on the win. It was great to catch up with you for a few minutes. Um, is there anybody that you wanted to make mention of here before we let you go? Um, I'd like to just thank my friends and, and family um, and, you know, for putting up with all the late nights in the garage and, and my biggest supporters and the fans, um, honestly, you know, and I'm sure all these other derby drivers, you know, their their girlfriends put up the long, the long hours and, you know, it takes a lot to, to build a car to be competitive, a lot of late nights, a lot of hard work. And, you know, this time it finally paid off for me. Sure did. Well, congrats. Hey, Chris, uh, I've got a couple of impalas pulled out for you if you want to get down here in the next couple weeks and get them out. You... <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if he knows how to take that. <laughs> <laughs> get a hold of him after the show wraps up. and You get let him know how serious. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate you guys for having me. It was great, great talking to you guys. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm flattered. Awesome, man. Well, congratulations, and uh, and maybe if uh, luck goes your way, we'll get to do it again before the season's over. Yeah, hopefully. You know, I'm, I'm planning to finish it off somewhere this year, um, but maybe next year I'm hoping to, to get out to these bigger shows, you know, and, and run one or two of these bigger shows and hopefully, you know, meet you guys and meet new drivers as well. Fantastic. Well, we look forward to it. If you need any need any contact or travel information, we certainly have a, a, a notebook full of that stuff. And, and if I could offer any advice before you do that, I would say go to the derby that you're thinking about running. Go to it as a spectator first. Walk around the pits and, and get a look at what you're getting yourself into before you make the final decision. Because the last thing you want to do is drive 6, 8, 10, 12 hours and find out that you brought a, uh, a water pistol when everybody else brought AK-47s yeah exactly you know and and up here up my way you know i live way up north um 15 minutes from the canadian border and and one of my problem is is you know cars are getting really hard to find um well, that's because jamie st mary here. has all of them <laughs> yeah yeah and he's getting them out of the carolinas i believe you know and they're, they're good guys too and they got a lot of old iron but you know i think it's getting harder to find for all of us yep for sure i believe it i believe it well, again, congratulations on the win, man. Well done, and uh, we look forward to catching up with you soon, Chris. Hey, thank you, and thanks for having me, guys. Of Have course. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. See you now. Bye-bye. There goes Chris Rookie. Some more results from over the course of the weekend. I want um, to uh, off of my little, uh, waffle. Really? Yeah, it's still at my shop. That's <laughs> You got spares. You got them. Some people are trying to figure out what to do with their, their old iron options. You're just giving them away. I don't think they'll be given. <laughs> not quite. Not quite. Maybe misunderstood. I'm not thinking given. No. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see what my mood is that way. What personality? How many tickets did you have to buy? Me? Yeah, to win that. One. Probably one. Are you averaging between all the tickets? For nope, no, just that one. Just nope, that one. Just that one. Because if I, I had said just nope, that just one. Nope, just that one. I'm, I'm well, very clearly. Just. average. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I bought two. <laughs> there there it is. Jamie St. Mary hauled it for me, and he didn't charge me nothing. And 
I think I bought two. I think I got a couple hundred bucks on that. <laughs> We're going to let you know about some of the stuff going on with Smash Demolition Derby, and we are going to get Matt Sheltima on the line here in just a few minutes. We'll be right back. Smash Demolition Derby continues a busy month of August with the Hartford Independent Fair coming up tomorrow. August 11th is going to be Athens County. August 12th is Champaign County. August 13th is going to be Ross County. Quick break for four days, then they're back at it. August 17th is Miami County. Henry County is on the 18th. Boyd County, Kentucky is on the 19th, the 23rd, and 24th is the two-day Portage County Fair. And the 26th is Allen County. Got some results coming in from Smash It as well. The 2022 season continues. The Auglaize County Fair Street Stock Full-Size Randy Schmerge won that from Wapakoneta, Ohio. Street Stock Mini 1 was Cole Mongold from Wapakoneta. Street Stock Mini 2 was, Ch was Jace Elson from Sydney. And then the Street Stock Minivan, Mini Truck, and Mini SUV class, Dylan Crystal won that one from Sydney, Ohio. Again, that was August the 4th from Oglaze County. Last week, August the 1st, the Preble County School Bus Night, School Bus Derby. Mike Schroeder won that one from Lewisburg. And the Street Stock Mini class win went to Josh Reynolds from New Paris. August the 1st, that same night, Green County Fair hosted their four-division program. Pro Stock Mini class, Brandon Prinkerton won that one from New Vienna, Ohio. Street Stocks, Seth Vickers got the win from Sabina. Street Stock Mini 1, Noah Suter won from New Vienna. And then Street Stock Mini 2 was Paul Reed. Keep up to date with all the results, rules, and upcoming events. If the class is listed online, it's www.smashitderby.com. The Hardcore Tour is going to pick back up this weekend. They've got three shows in the next week. August 12th is going to be Chaos and Cold Country with Waynesburg, Pennsylvania playing the backdrop for the Hardcore Compacts, the Hobby Stocks, and the Power Wheels. And then August the 13th and the 19th is the two-day Washington War Zone show at the Washington County Fairgrounds in Washington, Pennsylvania. Night one is the Hardcore Limited World, full-size bone stocks, youth full-size street stock compacts, and the Power Wheels. And then night two is going to be the Hardcore Compacts, the Hobby Stocks, Minivan SUV, and the Power Wheels. September 3rd and 4th is going to be Labor Day Lockdown in Stoneboro, Pennsylvania. That is the crown jewel of the hardcore season. September the 3rd includes the Hobby Stocks, the Youth Compacts, uh, Street Stock Compacts, Minivan tr Trucks, SUVs, Full-Size Trucks, Power Wheels, and then September the 4th is Youth Full-Size, Hardcore Limited Weld, Hardcore Compact, Full-Size Bone Stock, and the Power Wheels. All the information and scheduling data can be found online at hardcorederbypromotions.com. RPM Group is a, pro a progressive waste management business serving nearly 4,000 residents and businesses around Owego, New York. RPM Group can take care of all your waste management needs. Boasting a fleet of two roll-offs and six garbage trucks, RPM is fully insured and ready to serve. Ask about asbestos abatement and surveys, interior and exterior demolition, private parties and foreclosures, curbside trash and recycling, all that and more. Click or call, ask for Corey, tell him you heard about him here at the Crash Course. Nationals, RPM Group, NY.com, or 607-223-8714. Demolition Derby Life magazine releases 12 copies a year and covers all of the action coast to coast for the Demolition Derby World, home of the hottest action motorsports magazine on the market. There's over 30 editions that have been published to date. A full year subscription is $119, and past issues are available it should be coming out with another release here in the coming weeks. Make sure you jump online and follow along. Find out more about Lexi Joes and everything going on with Demolition Derby Life magazine on DemolitionDerbyLife.com. And we're back with a couple other stats before we bring uh, Matt Sheltima on the air. Scotty Drevenek Jr. had a great weekend. Won the Medina Friday night and then Columbiana tonight. Uh, Iceman picked it up. Smash It had a great program overall. Tyler Dodd was second place. Zach Pitts. 
got his first in big cars. Uh, it's a weekend to remember for the whole of the Drevenac crew. Tony Miller, he got the win over at the Brown County Fair. And then Austin Johnson, uh, he was posting about the remarkable night that he had. Um, didn't have any, uh, essentially he didn't have a transmission. The Ultra Bell had failed. On that one, um, Jerry Lyerly asked him what roof sign he was going to want to run. They put Terry's on the top, and, and the deal was he had to drive it like uh, Terry Lyerly would have, and, and he delivered in a big way, made a, a huge impact, um, literally and figuratively, across the board. And again, big win for Tony Miller, pulling that down over at the Brown County Fair. And uh, Dawson Mack, he had an excellent night as well over there in Moville. It came down to him and his dad, and uh, his dad gave him the single to keep laying it down, and first and second place, and with the Dominator Award. So congratulations to Dawson Mack getting to uh, make some memories that, that will probably never age out over there. Candace Joe Freeze marked up another win. She took down the win and the Mad Dog in Seward, uh, Nebraska. Kevin Ullman had fuel pump issues, ended up second. Um, and then she had... Uh, she had that Derby in Mulville that, that we just referenced there a moment ago. And some real quick notes on Crash Fest Express as we were talking about them a little bit earlier. We were talking about maybe making that trip out to uh, Geneva, Nebraska. Limited well, Justin Nitch got the win over Ethan Johnson and uh, Wyatt Anderson. And the Mad Dog in that class went to Mike Stadler in the old school and uh, 90s and newer. Travis Buck got the win in that one. And Cyrus Thomas with the Mad Dog. The back-in-time class was Luke Evans and Brent Burr. Mad Dog to Brandon Arujo. And then Loop City pre-ran bone stock class was uh, Trey Miller. And Nathan Fowler with the Mad Dog. Caden Nickel got the Mad Dog honors in that one. So real quick before we move on to that. Scott Kiefer's trying to get my attention. Maddie Evans wants to get back into a derby car. Scott Kiefer, there's going to be doing a saying for his wife, Mel, who passed away there um, over at the Steuben County Fair on Tuesday's derby. Both of the boys are running in dedication to her. So just want to make a quick mention of the, the memorials that are being paid to uh, uh, Scott Kiefer's wife, Mel, over at that event. So we do have a few more uh, instances and, and notes that we want to get to here before the end of the show. we got Mel Sh Matt Shaltima who is joining us on the show now down in Virginia. And uh, it, it's miraculous. The decals that he found rolled up in the back of his shop looked a whole lot like a slab side mid-90s Nikon with a, with a, with a well-put-together frame. So, it's, uh, Matt, it's incredible what a couple stickers can do. Yeah, I, mean, I, uh, I had no idea it would blow up the way it did. Um, the, uh, the situation at hand was, was, was a little bit fluid. That's a, a car that's been around for a little while, and it's, it's had some pretty interesting hands on it as a whole. You're down there. Uh, the first time you had the chance to run in the United States was running over at Woodstock, if I remember correctly. The last time I saw you guys, you were um, – well, that was the, I was pretty confident I was going to be drug out the driver's side window of my car as we were leaving Erie County in, uh, in, in Sandusky, Ohio. But um, oh yeah, we, yeah, that was the last time we uh, we had the chance to run into each other. So it was it was good to see that there was a chance maybe that you were going to be getting back into the car. I'm going to kind of turn the, the the reins over to you to tell me what exactly the situation is. Are you are you in the states full time? Where'd the car come from? What's what what's happening here? Basically, we kind of built the car. Me and my buddy Brian McClung uh, for our buddy Steve to run uh, Kicker in 2018, I think it was, and then. Uh, Basically, COVID happened, and then I, I was in a snowmobile accident, and now I can't run anymore. So basically, just help those guys out. And so we're uh, we're trying to get it ready to run a show uh, down in Illinois the uh, end, end of September. Is is Woodstock? I, I know that that car's not going there, but is Woodstock going on tonight and tomorrow? 
I actually I'm Canada. Did I lose you? Pardon? Hey Matt, are you there? Yeah, sorry. Okay, perfect. That. So uh, yeah, I'm um, I'm from uh, Ontario, Canada. Okay. All right, I got you now. I, I understand that you're uh, from Ontario. For a moment there, I thought that you had relocated. There's been a, there's been a couple of Canadians that have found their way into the to the United States with permanent residency down there in Virginia, and I didn't know if maybe there was a connection there. No, no, I'm <laughs> not that lucky. I uh, I got too much going on around here that I got to stay here. But I I love coming down and watching the show and being part of what's going on down there. So, um, where? Uh, where have you been? Uh, what have your haunts been? I know with the snowmobile accident, it's been a little bit of a challenge to uh, to get back into the car, and that's probably not something that's that's in the cards um, due to those injuries. But at the same time, is it, it in order to stay close to the sport and stay around it? Kind of like what we talked about with Adam Fushi last weekend with a broken wrist and trying to take care of his family. What are you? Uh, what are you able to stay in the loop with, and and, and what are you uh, satisfying that derby habit with up there in Ontario? I'm uh, kind of helping uh, Ron and Brian McClung with their stuff, just hacking and uh, doing flag stuff, which actually I, I never thought I'd enjoy, but it's probably uh, just as good as being in the car for me. That way I can kind of still have my hand in the stuff. And Ron announced that he's got, a, he's got another show sport. this year, right? They're putting on a show, so five grand to win for Pro Stock. It should be a Good show. They put a Billy Bash on Canada mm-hmm. Day weekend and had a great turnout. I, it's always fun to hear the stories about the folks that, that die either. They, they're hurt and they try to stay in it and they find different ways and they find that they like the stuff that they didn't necessarily think that they would enjoy. Mm-hmm. Or, or then on the flip side, it's like when it's time to get out, you have to stop and you have to have nothing into it. Because like Frank said a couple of weeks ago, it will just slowly chew your whole soul back into it, hook, line, and sinker, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, oh, for it's sure, hard for to get sure. away from, that's for and, sure. I, and I love hearing all the stuff that guys say to you, too, that you've said to tech guys. My favorite one is, oh, I just had it laying around the shop. I've used that so many times, too. Uh, is it is it easier to be in the tech line now since you've been somebody who was uh, uh, one of those creative builders? It's It's... I love seeing what guys do and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's I enjoy that side of it too, right? I wonder how many inspectors there has been or is that. Pardon, I, I didn't hear that. I said yeah. I, I wonder how many inspectors, and this is not no way towards you, but I wonder how many how many inspectors there is, was, or gonna be that inspect extra amount of time to a certain person's car that's known to do okay so either you know you take like you know back in the day did you see bryce just perk up <laughs> look at this. yeah there's something behind that look at pork chops face all right there's, there's, there's something, something just happened. Like, like mike Klinger. you know he's a bad dude oh yeah and and he wins a lot and everybody swears to god he's a cheater Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he has never, but generally speaking, he's one of the most straight up ones there is. Oh, yeah. And even my my crew would make comments, you know, there ain't nothing done to that car. Um, well, yeah. I, I mean. And and that's another thing too. You you see just the same thing. You think guys are like, oh yeah, these guys are cheaters. Mm-hmm. 
drive and, blow, and it blows your mind, you know, like how to put stuff at certain places. I went to Whitney Point room and there was a, a crew there and they're like they they said that the cars can we look at it. It truly straight up, like hundred percent. Look they guaranteed it was straight up. Over the, the course of the Derby and all over the country, I wonder how many people spend the extra time not to try to catch them, but for personal like interest of how to build or how to put this bolt or how to do it, just as well as probably interesting. I mean, I, I've personally seen things like five-gallon buckets with just a bungee cord over it with a gas in it, <laughs> like insane things. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's... You know, we've we've been to enough derbies, you know, and I've been around enough inspection lines where you can see that some cars definitely take a lot more time going through a line than other cars. And it's Which they shouldn't. No, it, it shouldn't, absolutely not. Um, you know, and it's that that that's that's the thing. That that's one thing I feel in my humble opinion that hurts um Derbian is there's too many personal feelings in it. Like you go to a, a successful touring race or a successful touring series. Um, and you can name any of them, you know, all that is is a job. It's nothing personal. So as long as X, Y, and Z is right, then X, Y, and Z is right. We don't, have, we don't go looking for Q and W and L and N and you know what I mean? And it, it should never be about who the driver is or who the build is. I, mean, I, believe, I believe in my heart nine out of ten times it depends. There was one year I went to Brook. Uh, where the heck did I go? Fulton maybe? Ben Haas. Took a car to yeah. the show. <laughs> the follow, I bought it that he he got he Weed got sport. loaded. Weed sport. I, I he got loaded. I bought that car that week. Mm-hmm. Took it to the same promoter show the following week with different paint on it, and I won the show. Mm-hmm. And then it caught nothing. Mm-hmm. That's a true story. <laughs> I think I, Matt Matt's Matt's chuckling at that. Have you have you had a similar experience along those lines? to all the uh the old school stories and stuff like that just it's it's true though you just you think that you you have a chance to buy somebody's car that you think's cheating and it's just it's a wake-up call that no they're just a good driver and mm-hmm. it's it's good to see that that stuff still happens right yeah it never went away it, no. it never went away how about how about in your area no it's it's uh, kind of it's the same as like everywhere. I think a lot of Facebook has a lot to do with people just talking and stuff like that, but it is bad, what it is. Bad news does seem to travel fast, right? Like, like people start looking around oh. and, and all that news gets back to the, the, the promoters and all of a sudden all the screen captures start coming out. What about at home in, in Kentucky with, with everything that you've been through and the people that you're, you're connected with, it's, it's no secret who your friends are. Do, do you find that your car is on the, on the rack Longer than, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the, we had a few people around home driving by every night when we were working on the car, and we ended up moving my enclosed trailer across my driveway so nobody could see what we were because I don't have a shop. I work in the driveway, so they were all driving up and down the road real close, looking over, and I'm like, yeah, I'll just turn the light off for a minute. <laughs> it's funny when you can go from like 40 to walking speed just to try and get a peek. That's but, crazy. Yeah, and then it's all over the Facebook and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think the Facebook and the internet—that's yeah. when it all went downhill. Well, back in the day, you would 
you wouldn't you wouldn't know who was going nor what kind of cars they would go. Mm-hmm. It would be a little more difficult playing your strategy, but you you want to you know this is what before people are scared of Imperials or et cetera. You know, um, I I was actually busting uh, uh, Steve Sayopa's rear because I I sent him a message. Why why are you allowed to run Imperials? Because I'm signed up for his class, but I was on a borderline if I was going to go or not. And then I'm like, nah, I ain't going to go. I've been, I'm like, I sent him a text. Hey, you allowed to run Imperials? He goes, no, people will cry if I run Imperials. <laughs> or the Ford guy. I don't know what yeah, word he said. Crazy. So I says, after running my 11 last night, I sent him a message. Hey, is the rules the same for the 03 and newer? As a, well, no, you can't run 03 and newer. I said, what's the Imperial guys crying about the 03 and newer now? <laughs> like, or, you know, being a, because, because it's true, yeah. like people, because of known, because you know the the publicity, the yeah, social media, social it gets media out there, makes, yeah. makes a difference of you know intimidation or um, who's going, who's not going, what they're taking, and and I and I think the social media made a big difference in it. Mm-hmm. Matt, what were you about to say? Yeah, it's it's the same up here too, where like guys, Imperials are kind of coming back up this way and. It seems like car count, well, car counts are low anyways, but they said it's just, I don't know, I I would take in 98 to 02 or 03 against an Imperial all day long. Now, would you do that built the same, like with no protectors? Pardon? If if the 98 to 02 didn't have protectors... And the Imperial didn't have protectors. Do you think the ninety-eight to two could hold run with them? It, it, there's I'm, a bunch of factors that come into play on that, like your the tracks and where you're going to be running and rules and stuff. But the drivers and allies. I and, find the ninety-eight to two you can get around a lot easier. This is a this is an interesting take that we had. Junkyard dog throw at us from from the live chat. The best inspectors have never built or driven a car. I don't know if he's being serious with that or if that's something that's being said kind of tongue-in-cheek. And, and, and my thought is the, 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 the best cheaters make the best inspectors because they know what to look for in terms of those subtle heat marks or where to put the scopes and what you're going to want to do to stuff. I assume I'll, – I'll, I'll take the heat, and I will assume that he may mean the, the people in the stands. Oh. That car's cheating. That car's cheating. I see. That might, he's got to be cheating to beat my friend. And I would assume, and I could be completely wrong, and if I am, I please tell me. That, that, that's probably the right. And, and I didn't think of it when he saw it. Like, yeah, I would. I would assume you're, that's you're probably junkyard. You're, you're junkyard. You're, you're uh, spectator drivers. You're spectator inspectors. You're spectator. You know. Yeah. No, I, that's. I assume that's probably what he means. There's I a lot mean, of Monday morning that, quarterbacks that have never lost the Super Bowl either. That's and that's that's why I can't go in the stands. Like I can't go in the stands for any sport, racing. Derby and football, I, I can't be in the stands because I just can't. Well, between that and all the people, they're just clamming for autographs. That's definitely not true. My name isn't Relier. Um <laughs> But uh, but no, I, I can't because I can't. Because, you know, like Derby, you know, I oh, that car's cheated and da-da-da-da-da. And I'm just like. That does make more sense. You know, yeah. it's it's just, it's it's so frustrating, like especially in Derby. I mean, somebody's got a, a clean anything and they hit a rusty anything. Chances are the rusty anything's going to build before the. How ben. far? How far? I want to ask. Uh, I could ask Pork Chop either, but do it. The the ninety one Crown Vic to a ninety eight to 91 HD. Ninety eight to two, like a different ball game. Pork Chop, like 
the reason I'm asking is I got a 91 that Gaskin put together for me that I was thinking about, you know, running. And then you hear 9802. I, I'm old iron, you know what I mean? But I think I'm going to... It's good to know that 91 is still old iron. <laughs> not, not when you're 60. You know. <laughs> I uh, thought you were running a shocker. I wanted to, but it just didn't go together. I still may. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, my problem is, is my Ford is like 80% done. The shocker, like the windows are still in it. My ambition is like non-existent. <laughs> The, well, yeah. Matt's got a, it was a, it was a slab side Lincoln, one of those mid nineties Lincolns there, but I don't even know for sure if you told me what frame was underneath it. We were talking earlier. Yeah, it's a 9802 Lincoln frame. On the, on the older body. So, I mean, is that, is the, is there a big disparity, I guess Brett was saying between the 91 frame and, and that, that initial eighties um, and newer style frame that comes underneath those, those Fords versus the, um, the 9802. In your perspective, I just more or less it's more of a comfort thing for me. That's basically what it comes down to. Just going to a stage show, I rather have something that I feel a bit more comfortable with than experimenting up here, right? Hmm. Well, you see, doesn't Mike? I mean, I realize he's getting the new ones, but the first year, didn't he always run the older Fords? Uh, you know, the ninety, the yeah, ninety-one and earlier ones. Yeah, a lot of them. But he's, but he, I mean. But he turns out 50 cars because the rules don't allow you to do all that that crazy stuff. Yeah. What about in your area? I mean, you've been around a lot of people that have a, 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 an affinity for Fords. Is there, is it more comfort zone and what you want to do? All depends on the build. I mean, yeah, you're allowed protectors for sure. If you're not, if you know, if you're allowed to change body bolts, like a lot of these guys down home with the windshield cars, they're running 9802s and they're junking stuff. I mean, right. absolutely, just absolutely obliterating things. I don't know what that was that uh, Andy Wolf ran last night. He said he never tilted it or nothing. And uh, I, I bumped into it a couple times pretty good. <laughs> and, man, it was the front of that hard. And he said, I don't know if it was like a 96 or 92. I think, I think Ken Owens' daughter just ran a 96 bone stock. At, um, she ended up getting a hardcore uh, nomination. Okay. Ken said that thing was nasty. Well, Keystone's right. rules a little more than bone stock. Um, Keystone's rules is yeah, you can build them down you're, there. You're going to be building for a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, you've obviously never met Brett Rallier. <laughs> I ain't building for a couple Just months. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Well, don't work that way. But I got priorities. Matt, uh, who'd you say was going to be wheeling this car when it when it does make it to the track? Do... Uh, Steve Young. He's uh, from up my way. He's uh, it'd be kind of I think uh, new experience for him. So that's awesome. Uh, what's the combination that's in that under the hood? He's running uh, LS. That's Jeffy's uh, fab farm that he's uh, helped him with, and it's pretty nasty. Nice. Those things don't mind getting run hard either. They can they can take that kind no, of stuff. No, and Steve's the guy that's going to run it hard. So, I I had one. He's a, he's a good uh, test and tune guy. <laughs> a good test and tune guy. <laughs> I had and have one an LS. I bought it off Travis Sword. I ran it one time at Keystone last year, and it's out back in the junk pile. 
<laughs> I, new cam, new heads. It, I, it just didn't work for me. I, I go to fire. I mean, I, I don't know how long I ran, 35, 40 minutes. I put it in my car for uh, South Carolina and uh, run good until I put water in it. Looked like a damn sprinkler system out the stacks. And, and it had been sitting outside in the winter? No, no, it was in the, it was in the garage all winter. It was in the car. Hmm. I just, I, it was, something must have went. I, a lot of times you don't winterize stuff. I'll throw real good no, before you put them outside. This is the God's honest truth. That LS I had in the bottom garage, covered up. <laughs> Last Thursday, I says to Matt Foreman, I said, hey, that Cordoba that my daughter Tabitha ran last year, I said, go out back and get it. He says, uh, brought, there's no air cleaner or stack covers. Just go get it. Pushes it in the garage. God is my witness. Put a starter on it. Didn't even didn't even pull the plugs. Dumped some gas in it. Fired up. Sat there and idled. Well, that's how things usually work at your shop. Pulled the plug out. Pulled the oil plug out. Drained the water and the oil out of it, and put new oil in it. It's going to run Friday. It, it just blows my mind how. You know, you try to take care of things, and it fails. Who does? <laughs> Who does? <laughs> Who does? <laughs> I threatened my wife to put, I was going to bring my engine in for Christmas and sit it in the living room floor and decorate it for Christmas. <laughs> you was going to make a coffee table out of it. <laughs> That's love. Goodness. That, that was a no. Why, why, Chris? If you don't mind, why we just why I just said that about my daughter, um, Coble skills this week. Mm -hmm. My daughter Tabitha Elliott and Darren Spurback. If it wasn't for them, they worked unforgivably hard on it. Tabby, you know, it's Tuesday, Thursday, next Sunday. Um, I just want to shout out to her and Darren. I, you know, thank you for the hard work and and. Uh, That's is that one of the road rage shows? No, no it's cool. It's, it's Kings of okay. Old School. I'm putting on Skill Fair. And uh, unfortunately, it's the same time as Jeremy and the same time as, you know, or not Jeremy, um, Jason Sherman, Road Rage. And uh, as a matter of fact, isn't Morris? Is, Morris was yesterday too, wasn't it? They're all right here close. Yeah, everything's all packed together and, this time uh, of year. You know, it is what it is, but I want to shout out to Tabitha. You know, she works extremely hard on it. I'm proud of the girl. And and Darren's, you know, been working on it. But, yeah, it's Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday this this week coming up. You going to drive in it so you can take all the money? I'm trying to figure out how to do it. But that's uh, – uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday's Cobble Skill. Wednesday's a Wego. Thursday's Cobble Skill. Friday's a Wego. I'm sure something Saturday. I think Hartford. Is Hartford Saturday? Uh, I thought the Hartford was. Day, I thought Hartford was later in the yeah, summer. Oh, later in the summer. This week or next week? Really? Oh, they might have moved and it then up. Sunday is Cobble Skill, and Monday is uh, Walt. And I think I'll go up there and play with them a little bit. And <laughs> then Friday is <laughs> right. Why you laugh? <laughs> Friday is Walton. That's a good derby if you're in town. Walton. That's a good show, is it not, Brian? Yeah, I've never been there, but it's the only show I've ever watched on tape where it looked like the cars are going fast. Yep. Guaranteed two people leaving the ambulance every year. <laughs> Never fails. Mm -mm. Yep. Uh, yep. Rick Engelhart had a lot of great ones there. How many fairs around anymore that seat 5,000 people that are sold out two months early? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's still that way this year. I haven't checked I'm sure it last is. Year, last year, I think, was the first year you got to buy them there. Yeah, um, Rick Engelhart had a lot of good runs there. Yeah, he did okay. <laughs> he junked a lot of bull parts. <laughs> 
wow. his own and other people's. <laughs> I got a picture of him when we were on the starting line. It was last year, and uh, I pulled up next to him, and he was, to, and uh, he gave me a thumbs up, and I took a picture of my cell phone in my pocket. When it was, they're down to three, and I'm like, oh no, because <laughs> they don't play there. I'm, I'm. You pulled up on the starting line next to who? Rick Engelhart. Not last year. year. No, the last, last year. year oh, oh, I was, I was yeah. like, wait a second. No, I, I wasn't. <laughs> no, he the last year. He might have been there, but not in person. Um, but the last year. Oh, that I'm he sure ran, he's there. The last year he ran, I pulled up next to him. It was a feature. It was a Monday night because I won it with a Cordova. And uh, I pulled up next to him, and uh, he looks over and gives me thumbs up. I'm digging. And they're going five, four. And I, I'm trying to get my phone. <laughs> and. Porkchop, I'm telling you, them sons of guns will hit you at 50 there. Yeah. Yeah, but that was also, wasn't, weren't you the guy that lost your cell phone and your wallet out of the bottom of a derby car, ran the length of the derby before you knew it was missing, and found them under the car? Well, it wasn't my wallet, but my cell phone and my sunglasses. <laughs> okay. I just, just yeah, again. that's happened. We were talking about the social media side of things, and I was reminded how Brett had that Imperial, and he would put an engine next to it and he would drag it up into the tree and then let it down and turn it around and put the back end up and take the wheels off just to mess with the people that were driving by and the car that he was building wasn't even at that property <laughs> for that show. <laughs> yeah. Things like that have happened, but that's uh that's the nature of the beast out there, I suppose. Huh? <laughs> Illusions. I think that was Robbie Brown. <laughs> I don't, I don't, 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 I don't, <laughs> just, we're good. <laughs> we're, we're good with it right there. Um, what's what's next on the schedule for you beyond beyond coming to the states with with the car that you were posting the pictures of today and 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 working on the projects with uh, with Ron and Brian McClung? What else is what else is on the horizon for you, Matt? Uh, probably hopefully make it down to and uh, yeah, kind of turkey derby. I'm thinking I'm going to go down watch that and gonna get back into it this year is there Sweet. any truth you were sponsoring uh imperial for next week's derby chris what derby are you speaking of i i just heard there was a derby in, in Taga county next week you were sponsoring imperial for a guy actually you know it's funny to address that but i never figured out what year uh mark was building so i didn't get the length of the reps done <laughs> no oh i didn't think the vinyl i thought you're buying the whole car yeah, but that was part of the deal. Was for Mark was getting everything done, but he was looking at a sixty-two, and he was looking at a sixty. Are you serious? Now, Mark, Am I tipping too many? Is Mark a, an ally? Name? We're all done here. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, no, I know you're about done, Chris. Thank you, thank you. No, for having no, me no we're done with that conversation. I got to say goodbye to Matt first. <laughs> I still want to tell you thank you, Chris, and, and uh, I appreciate everything. Uh, Matt, man, I appreciate you making some time. Um, stay in touch. Let us know what's going on. Keep in touch. Let us know what bad Ronnie's up to with with all the stuff going on up there. And um, and, yeah, and by all means, if you're if you're if you're ever in town, we'd like to see you in person again. Yeah, absolutely. I'll uh, I'll keep in touch, and then uh, yeah, you guys should come down. Hopefully, uh, Canada Day weekend, maybe uh, talk to Ron and see if it could uh, work out. Fantastic. Man, I appreciate you coming on, making some time for us. Always good to hear from you, and glad to know everything went well after you recovered from that snowmobile accident. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a great night. We'll see you later. Right. Yeah, bye. Bye now. There goes Matt Schultima, the one, the only. Uh, Trevor Pedke, 
He had a demo that was uh, essentially 20 years in the making. What started out as running as an inside joke with his uncle and some friends for Trevor. Finally hit up Altamont Indoor Demo. Had a great time. Um, grabbed the win. Drew Dahlman was third and got hardest hitter. Uh, Terry Pelchernik was over there as well as Zach Carroll. He was involved with it as well. Um, it was something for the memory book, so good to hear that Trevor Pedke had a good time after they finally got uh, got the chance to run at that Altamont Indoor show. Brad Bowman, UTC, is in the books. He got second, and uh, he named the car Horse of Many Colors. So if you've ever been around um, Brad Bowman, you can figure what was happening in, around, underneath, and, and through that car with a nickname as such. <laughs> uh, Wanted to say thanks to everybody there. Uh, Corey Mittler, Cody Mittler put the transmission together for him and uh, held up to Brad. Brad's a little tough on stuff. So now he's going to go and, and go run at Juab. So that was good. Trevor Jones um, and the crew took a 1-2-3 at Petersburg. Last Friday in the second week in a row, Don Santel, Luke Worland, and Trevor ended up putting together one, two, three. So that was uh, that was pretty neat. He took the mini car and also pulled off the win in that. So pretty good weekend for Trevor Jones. A pretty good stretch of probably seven or eight days there for for Trevor Jones out there. Uh, unfortunately, those weren't unified point series shows, so it's not going to help him gain any ground. Uh, but I guess it's probably good news for anybody watching Don Santel hanging around there, just kind of lurking at this point. I would love to see it one time. I don't think I've ever Crazy. seen it. And what then, is it with you and putting everybody in minis? <laughs> I mean, Trevor Jones in an 03 mini. Could you imagine? <laughs> he just cut the doors out of it, make it as long as the Civic. <laughs> uh, Carson Dixon, he finished off the caddy in Glasgow. I saw some pretty crazy pictures of him just about rolling everybody over, so that was kind of neat. Um, and he ended up with third place after he broke the transmission in at Glasgow. Uh, good track, great car. Thanks for everybody for the help in that one. And then we talked about the people that were retiring and stepping away from the sport as a whole. Um, Andy Sherado from Andy Derby and Chris Bloom also were talking about stepping away from the sport. We do have to do a couple more quick cleanup notes here, tell you about Jeffy and the Iron City Nationals. We'll follow up on that stuff when we come back. Whoops, glad we didn't hit play. That was not the one that we wanted. There we go. Jeffy's Fab Farm in Fredericksburg, Virginia specializes in all of your demolition derby needs. We've got you covered from bumper to bumper. Whether you need headers, shifters, harnesses, fueling systems, or complete turnkey setups, Jeffy'sFabFarm.com can help. We've even got a Canadian branch to help our northern customers. With over 16 years in the industry, we've got the knowledge and experience needed to provide the highest quality parts and put you in the winner's circle. Visit our website today or call Jeff at 540-907-3390. Fabby says the best parts come from the farm. Jeffy'sFabFarm.com. Iron City Nationals are coming up in a little under two months. Friday the 9th is going to be opening night stock compacts, the big weighing class, two-man extreme class, and super stock heat number one. Pits open at 8 a.m. Saturday the 10th follows up with Power Wheels, Most Wanted Fine Art, Street Stock Challenge, full-size youth class, and then the second and third uh, 10,000 win championships. Pits open at 7 a.m. It's at the New Alexandria Lions Club, 1874 Lions Club Road, New Alex, Pennsylvania, ironcitypromos.com for additional details. The Super Stocks, all three flights are going to be paying 10,000 win in the championship belt. The Big Wayne Heavyweight Class, 2,500 in a championship belt. Two-win Extreme Class, 2,000 to win. Stock Compacts, 1,500 to win, 1,500 to win. Uh, street Stock Challenge, and then the youth full-size, $700, a championship belt, and a fresh 98-02 Crown Vic. That's all waiting for the winners at the Iron City Nationals. We're going to be going over the list a little bit later on. Online for details, ironcitypromos.com. 
everything. Covering all the final touches on that leg of things. So real quick, just to dive back into that. Uh, Andy Sherrado, he's uh, got uh, a, an issue uh, just with his health and in the interest of making sure that he can stay upright walking and talking. He's going to have to step away from the sport. He's had a lot of uh, ups and downs, as you know. In the past 20 years, he's going to refocus on his family. So Andy Sherrado, everybody knows him from uh, North Dakota, Demolition Derby, the Facebook page, he's been all over that thing, and he's been um, doing a lot of work on uh, on his cars, helping other people, and uh, feeling the effects of running the car Saturday, so he's going to step away, and he's putting together a full list of everything, because it's, it's one of those cases where if you don't walk away 100%, you're never going to walk away 100%, and he wants to try and take that uh, out of there. Um, and then Chris Bloom, uh, the car collapsed after a wheel shot up in Glenwood, Minnesota, which was unfortunate. Would have been nice to see uh, him um, jump up there and pick up a win in his last run. He's been in the sport for 15 years, but uh, just the abuse that the sport can put on your, your, your body physically, he said that he's going to have to throw in the towel on that one. So congratulations to the, uh, to the efforts and successes of Andrew Sherrado and Chris Bloom. And, uh, and that's that. That's all the notes. 410 episodes. Mind-blowing. That's just in here. That's just on. That's just, yeah, that's just Finger Lakes 1. That doesn't include, like, pre-race shows or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, you know, I remember, you know, when it first started, that's episode number 28. (laughs) 400, you know, it's just, it's really, you know, how how many, you know, from the get-go, how many is, you put that into, you know, 52 weeks a year that stuck it out, good or bad, the the headaches, the stress, the you know, because everybody has family lives, you know, whatever. That that is it's amazing. As we were approaching episode number four hundred, we had the math on it from because uh, September twenty fourth ish is generally the, uh, the the anniversary, right around there. And from that point, we calculated how many weeks were left in the year. We went up to number four hundred, and using that as the starting point, figured out how many potential weeks we would have had. And I think we missed a total of like 47 weeks over the course of those 12 years. So, I mean, I, the numbers I'm, I'm just kind of loosely putting together because I don't remember what it was. But it broke down to missing like five episodes a year for that span. So that's, that's New Year's, Christmas, Memorial Day, and the Monday after Blizzard Bash. Just <laughs> There's four of them right there. Yeah, you know, the, with, with, with the last couple of years with soccer and stuff, it's been a little bit more tough because we've had to shuffle stuff. But it, it's, it's not quite the same as... <laughs> Not quite the same as the pace that it used to be, but yeah, it's been it's been pretty pretty consistent staple. Um, I hauled Topeka cans out there to Blizzard Bash, walked out, and um, I think it was uh, I don't know if it was Tice or if it was uh, it was uh, anyways. They walked out of the motel at eight in the morning. And he says, "Get on the highway. I'm I got my tractor trailer with all their cars on it." And he says, "We'll catch you right up the road." It was Jamie Bolt, I think, said it. Never did see him. <laughs> Drove 23 hours. Was no, no, Jamie did catch me there for a minute. I think in Pennsylvania, maybe. Was the tractor trailer as fast as the Challenger? No, 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 no. <laughs> but I did run. I was pushing. I was pushing, pushing the speed limit pretty good most of the way back. Um, we I, knew you I, made it. We heard you pull the driveway here. That <laughs> was easy here. I, I, I didn't say you weren't easy. We just knew you had arrived. Ben Hoss, if you're uh, watching this, <laughs> Melanie was driving. We went by your mom's. It wasn't me. <laughs> hey, do you, do you see the? Do you know the coincidence in this being episode number four ten? 
there's a lot of combinations that it could be. What's 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 your connection? Knoxville Nationals is this week. I thought you were going to jump into some connection to Klinger. No. Or, uh, I actually, or Tiffany. I was Tiffany. That. Tiffany was was four ten and he was four oh nine. Knoxville Nationals stopped at eighty five on the tractor. So if it was above that, I don't know what it was. Um, but we it made made good time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad I, uh, I my logbook didn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, Chris, didn't you have something you want to take care of before we um, end the show? Well, well first, uh, I bumped into Kurt Jones, which is one of the few people that was like, it's been a while since I've been at Atlanta Legends Raceway, and, and I got the call Thursday to go announce out there. Um, really? Yeah, Stephen Ovens. Uh, there was some, some folks that due to sickness and, and days off, et cetera, weren't going to be able to make it there. And he goes, would you want to come and do victory lanes? And I kind of... You know, said let me let me double check and make sure that this is all gonna fall fall together the right way. And ultimately, I was able to go there. And uh, Stephen does he he flies solo, and the tower. So he's the only track announcer. Yeah. Wow. So I I I really had my fingers crossed, but I didn't want to put my nose where it didn't belong. You know, but they had a second headset when I was getting there, and Art Rourke said, "You guys are gonna be working from right there." So. Um, it was a lot of fun. We did a stand-up before the show started, and uh, the last time I called a race at that track was 2009. And as many times as our paths have overlapped, Stephen Ovens and, and Stu and Brad and everything, I've never done a race with him. No kid. Yeah, so it was like 22 years in the making. And, I was it interviewing Alan and Victor Lane for the 100 I made the guy laugh. Did you really? I made. I got a chuckle out of him. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, and it, it, was, it was just really cool all the way around. It was uh, Mark Manudolo's 100th win. Yep. So that was cool, and uh, Daryl Ruggles was just on absolute rails. Um, He's cheating. It's the only time he wins. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. he was fast, man. It was and uh, Tyler Grosscup. He called into. Uh, he got called into flag, and Scott Hickson was up on the tower, doing the um, the uh, race director job. So that was the first time he had done a big car race at a at a track that was a half mile in size. Tyler, I mean, did he? Does Tyler or did Tyler or does Tyler race flat track motorcycle? You know, I never, I, I didn't ask him that. He There's, flags at Paradise. Guy, uh, Chad Girls Cup used to be in the lab. I thought he had a son as well, but I'm sorry. Continue their story. But, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was really. going to be something you're going to be doing. Huh? Or is that just a... Well, <laughs> they, uh, they, they, they had, they said that it, it sounded really good. <laughs> That's uh, a night like that makes it really easy to remember the good times, you know. At least justifies that car you're buying, that sponsor. <laughs> Gonna say Lane of Legends on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. But you know, you were talking about episode number four ten and 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 where this is at and and just what we've been able to accomplish and, and where we've come with stuff. And you know, if, if you throw Crash Course Derby podcast into Google, it, it shows up on Spotify, which was really cool. And there's a bunch of other um, podcast entities that have picked it up and, and now, the episodes been, are there how long has it been since you since you announced over there where canadago canadago it was 2009 the reason i'm asking is there anything that was like uh you know the, the the sound system or the mics or the track or the pit row or anything that was just different or was it just like rolling back in from you know because when you're talking 13 years uh I'm going to do this real quick. <laughs> what what do you call me? 
Huh? What do you call me? My nickname that you always say. I don't. For or, uh, uh, Rain Man. It went fine. <laughs> 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 That's what I like to hear. <laughs> what was cool was Tom Skleminski, who used to work for Dirt Car and, and when I was working for the 358 series in the World of Outlaws, and Gary Spade both still worked there. And uh, during the pre-show, um, Steve, the, the, the pre-show was live inside the studio, where inside the booth where they could hear it, and Steven introduced me. And when I came back through, both of them said, I didn't even recognize you. Like, you used to have contacts and you wear a hat all the time. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's... Last time I announced that I was 27. I was 40 now, you know? Wow. At times, they, they're like, why didn't you say, hey, I'm like, you're working. <laughs> you want to know who I am, you'll ask, you know? Who's <laughs> <laughs> the weirdo with the tall hair <laughs> lurking about, you know? <laughs> oh, that's great. It was, it was a lot of fun. But, you know, it's, it's, it's been been a heck of a trip you know and it's been fortunate to to make a lot of connections like we were talking about before and and be able to talk to the people and be fortunate enough to have uh the just the good luck that 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 pork chop and, and bryce were in town to be able to come up and you know we've got people that support the show like you do that on a at the drop of a hat you make the you know it was a three-hour drive that you made in 45 minutes all the way up here mel did a great job getting here on time you know <laughs> i almost took i almost took a picture of my because i think my speedometer's off but I didn't want, like, just in case it is right, you don't want evidence. <laughs> yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think you need to do that. I, uh, uh, the, the community, the Derby, you know how many people have saved me in my business, you know, that if I have a truck broke down or whatever, we're talking Pennsylvania, New Jersey, um, my mind went blank. New Jersey, uh, your buddy. Yeah. Ken. Ken. Ken's did it for me. Uh, you know, hey, <laughs> make a few bucks. I got, I'm, I'm, you know, it might be something as simple as whatever, coolant or a belt or whatever. Mm -hmm. But even that aspect, yeah. I've had so many situations. You know, I've done it for Jamie St. Mary. I've done it for a lot of people. But mm -hmm. uh, the Derby world truly even, you know, it's, it's brought a lot. Of, I believe it's done a lot better than bad. Like, oh, there yeah. is bad. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. There's bad in everything, but there's a lot of good in Derby. Yep. A lot I agree with that. Yep. Chris, you going to dress up now? I do. What's that? So, you going to dress something now? I just, I, I, I kind of thought that, you know, if you want to know more about Crash Course, you could always just take the time to throw those four words, Crash Course Derby podcast, into Google, and you'd be able to find out everything about where it is. There's, there's YouTube options. There's a lot of different stuff that's out there. So, um, if, uh, if anybody thinks that... They're going to diminish the 12 years of work that we've put in here. They're going to have to, you better pack a lunch. You know, mm -hmm. um, there's been some folks that have had some, some stuff to say over the last two weeks, and, 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 it, and it, hasn't, it hasn't necessarily come to me. Um, but uh, I find that stuff interesting. How do I find <laughs> out? Can I Google that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, See, I, I've tried I don't think so. I've my filter minimum over the last few years. Um, Your uh, filter minimum? Or your filter oh, maximum, like like turned up maximum. to maximum. Like yeah, he, he hasn't button out what he wants to. The holes in that the holes in that sieve are really really small, or are they really really big. I think I'm proud of myself. I think that's okay. So you've turned it up and you've you've kept your composure. Just like I earlier, you that. made yes. a comment about um, somebody made a comment on a post about somebody on a uh, backboard or something. I want to tell you what I thought of 
No, I probably should be, you know. Oh, goodness. I'm very good. You you, You have evolved as a human. I love it. (laughs) It took 60 years and I'm getting there. (laughs) You're 60. I'm really in trouble because I'm older than you. Yep, I feel it. Uh, is there any big besides uh, Keystone and that? Is there any any major things you're hitting? I mean, is there any? Because uh, I really this is no I've I've been out of the loop. I I don't I didn't even know what count I didn't even know my derby was coming up this week. I've been <laughs> out so far. I didn't. You know, is there anything? Um, any big derby here? Where else? Yeah, Tosa's got high banks coming up. Uh, Brandon Thomas has a show uh, coming up in Minnesota. In terms of where. I'm going to be. Just have to wait and find out. <laughs> Actually, I was going to uh, Google when Hartford is. I don't even. <laughs> they're, they're running, I mean, they're running 80 and newer bone stock. It pays right. good money, I guess, but I just, I'm just not interested in, you no, know. I agree. Them Ford windows don't fit 500 pounds through it. <laughs> and I, I need a big window, like a two door Cadillac or something. There you go. Imperial. <laughs> Chris, how once again, the, how big is the window on the 77 Cadillacs? Not big enough? No, they're they're not big enough. They're too new. 75s, 74, yeah, it's 74 gonna be tough and a half to, is the best year. It's going to be tough to slip that through for 80s and newer. I figured the maybe the, some the of best same. ones, though, is if you get a 74 that was built late in the year, they, they, they combine 74 and 75 frames. They're very special. There's, there ain't many of them. There ain't many, but there's a few that. <laughs> it's uh, hard to run the VINs because back that day, but I got, this, I got the, app, the app that does that. The, every one of those uh, combined. 74, 75 frames that I've seen needed a ton of rust repair too because it was like it was wrecked at one time or had yeah. to sit out in a pond because it had been welded all together or something. Yeah. You know, it's one of those. Yeah, in the mud. Did, yeah. you, hear that? Did you hear the right? It's the same mud. Did you, did you hear that? Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's the same mud from Troy Fair. <laughs> um, once again, one thing I want to I want to touch on before Chris uh, shuts us down. Um, yeah, we're, we're running late. Chris, uh, Chris handled what was told to him a lot better than I would have. Because um, I stay above that stuff. You I do stay to. above that stuff. Um, but I will say that until the day I die, you will never be able to prove to me that anybody, any one person has done more for the sport than Chris Marquardt. And I'll argue with that with anybody, anybody from here to Hawaii, um, I'm on Facebook or if, you know, you want my number, it's, it's not hard to find, but there's nobody that's done more for Derby than Chris Marquardt. And I'll leave it at that. Well, there may be, you just may not know about it. You may not, you know what I mean? There, I don't who, think so. Who's kidding who? There's, you know, Chris, I told you from before and we've had our difference in opinions, good or bad. It, but, but as I told you from day one, I do respect the level of passion and heart. Things might come across differently and a but the heart and the passion and the raw truth there is nobody in my opinion there might be people better there might be people as good but you're and I'm and I'm not trying to you know gloat you for say because for for my benefits there there is no such thing but I do have a level of respect and appreciation as I told you from day one you don't need to be car salesman for your gain because your gain is a minimum for what you do if that makes sense and that that's my opinion everybody has opinion you know 
As long as we leave it better, right? Yep, and we have done that. Can I say a couple thanks for some of my sponsors, please? Yeah, please. absolutely. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta thank my wife. She's been put through hell for the last two years between the bash car and this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still partially married, but uh, my work in NI Construction, Planet Fitness, Buff City Soap, Smoothie King, couldn't do it without them. My brother Jason for the beautiful motor, runs great. Uh, Toast, Nick Glassburn with OFR Fab, uh, Zach Lease for the rear and the tires, and all my boys at the house. It's nice to be back with them guys for 20 years. I mean, now their kids is running derbies and now they're helping me. So um, to Owen, Chuck, Johnny, my main man here, he's, he's keeping me going. He's been building, like I said, Give him another couple of years and a dry place to work, and he's going to be dangerous. <laughs> Sounds like Dad's got to build a shop. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> You've been telling me that shop's coming since we saw you at Owenton. Dude, I'm still in the house. <laughs> I, so, well, I see the pictures, Pork Shop. That's gorgeous. I got a. I just want to come down and go deer hunting. Yeah, I see the first yeah, time Tompkins come to my house a couple years ago. There, oh, he, couple uh, thirty. Yeah. He, says, uh, where's your shop? I says, uh, it's out there in the driveway. Yeah. I mean, I did have, like, a shed I worked in, but he, uh, he thought I had a garage back then. And, and uh, I mean, I got a garage now, but I had more ambition then. Like, right. Like, we've all gotten older. Yeah. So we'll see what toast shows bring. I think that's where I'm, that's where I'm headed, either that or Jason's. Jason's got Wabash coming up October yep. 1st. Turkey and then Derby. I was just going to say Turkey Derby's looming right around the corner, too. Then, then Florida. <laughs> then, oh, well, can't forget Blizzard Bash, for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be busy. <laughs> yeah, I ordered 700 pounds of nonwire. Oh, my God. <laughs> Excellent. That's insane. Awesome. And 26 turnbuckles. <laughs> oh, I am so not unloading your truck. Well, I appreciate you making some time and coming out here to hang out with us. Hopefully it was hopefully it was worth the drive. Oh, absolutely. I'll thanks. You guys. Yeah. Thanks so much. Brett, thanks for making the ride up. Yes, Congratulations sir. again on the win. We'll have to do this again Monday. Wait till I, I did you tell me how I can Google that information I missed them? Because you I don't think nobody told me that. No, we didn't tell you that. I'll get you what you need. <laughs> and then uh, we got a we got a great show lined up again next Monday, which we're looking forward to getting into that one as well. We uh we followed up on that information you shared with me, and we'll have everybody involved. Okay. Hey, Good stuff, right? Hey, we did forget one thing. Okay. Well, more or less, he did. Uh, go ahead and say it, because... Can't forget Mom's work. They sponsored us, too. Ours <laughs> Liquor, thank you very much for the... They paid the entry fees and stuff. So. Sweet. Awesome. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. That's going to do it for episode number 410. We appreciate everybody that tuned in and hung out with us here. Uh, live chat was real real active tonight. That's always a good time. Uh, Matt Sheltima, Chris Rookie, thanks for making time for us tonight as well. That's going to do it for number 410. We'll see everybody next time. Smash It Demolition Derby, who hosts Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. 
This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FigureLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. 